Hey there, this is Cross. And I'm PJ. And this is Words and Whiskey, a new podcast for veteran and novice readers alike. We tackle fiction novels and love to talk about what we're drinking. You can kind of think of us as your drunk weekly book club. Now, my dear friends, I am a very laser-focused, always-on-target, always-on-top-of-things, never-deviating kind of person. Lies. I can't say the same for my co-host, so I am going to drag you along with me as I try to decipher his incoherent ramblings and barely piece together sentences that he presents. And uh, it's going to be a terrible time, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm fucking lying. I am not organized at all. And, uh, it'll show. Crossland puts together all the show notes. Uh, I wrote that intro for myself. He just writes PJ Filler most of the time. I don't say any, like, I, I think of it as I'm saying it. I actually wrote this, but I wrote it like three minutes ago. And, uh, I think it came out pretty good. What do you think, Crossland? Yeah. That, no, I mean it went well. Um, all, all things considered, that was the uh, yeah, generally speaking procrastinator when it comes to the podcast work inside so the reading. You know, you're never not done at the very least when we've uh, when we've been recording these. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's but. true. But it's writing out questions or highlighting things in my book and genuinely thinking of things to say on the podcast. It doesn't. That's not that's not me, man. I'll try well, to get better at it. I'd like to get better at it. Things go better when I do do it. I know that. But things things are so fucking crazy for me right now. I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> no, so this is going to be presented as our first episode. Uh, but in all actuality, we are 15, 16 episodes in. Yeah, uh, this is as far as recording 16. goes. So um, this is kind of us trying to present to you a more polished product um, yeah in the intro episode we're doing great yeah i think it is <laughs> we're describing what's going on yeah um so anyway uh let's uh let's push that aside and start talking about what we're drinking um this is not a heavy drinking night for me right now because I've got schoolwork. Um, so I am drinking a Simcoe and Mosaic from uh, Lupulin. And I say Simcoe and Ma- Mosaic, but I mean S&M. It's a beer called S&M. It is in a black can with a black textured diamond pattern label. And it's hilarious and I love it. But uh, just a New England IPA using Simcoe and Mosaic hops. Hmm. Sounds tasty. So, uh, I mean, you, you kind of skipped it, but, you know, in general, the, the normal format is we'll talk about books, um, and then we'll talk about what we're drinking. But uh, I guess, fine, we'll start with talking about what we're drinking this time. You usually do that part. Yeah, yeah, you, you did the transition. You stole it from me. You stole it from right <laughs> underneath me on the first episode. Uh, so, I am having, that sounds delicious, by the way, and aptly and funnily named, um, I'm having a... Noda Brewing Company, which is from Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, Juicy Hazy India Pale Ale, and uh, for for the record, it's you know a it's delicious. It's a delicious beer. Um, it actually tastes closer to a sour. It's it's just it's so good. Um, All right. But uh, you know, I'm I'm ultimately in North Carolina, 
um, and PJ is located in Minnesota. We're both originally from there. And uh, tell tell everyone a little bit about your background as a as a reader, PJ. Uh, what background? I there... guess that gets to the heart of why we're doing this project. <laughs> yeah, so it? It, it does. So I've always been a very slow reader. Um, I've taken speed reading courses in the past, and they've never really helped that much. They've been incremental increases, but um, being slow at reading has really discouraged me from enjoying reading leisurely and recreationally. Um, so I never really did. Prior to starting this podcast, it was like before high school was the last time I just read a book on my own. Um, and I wanted to change that. I knew Crossland read all the time. So he and I kind of came up with this idea of um, kind of forcing me to by uh, broadcasting it to the world. <laughs> and it's been good. It's been great. It's been so much fun. Yeah, I mean, you've read two and... books. So uh, no, no, like acting like you're a winner at this point. Because you haven't, hey, you haven't created a habit yet, but you know, proud of you. I, I'll, I'll take what's coming. <laughs> I don't know. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm, I'm really having a fun time with it, and uh, I'm glad we started this. So that, that's, that's my background in reading. In that there is no background in my reading, um, but uh, I went to high school with Crossland. We graduated in 2012. I went on to pursue a physics degree, um, which I then used to, uh, well, I didn't use to become a professional brewer (laughs) (laughs) before now I'm, I'm back in school pursuing a second degree in, uh, mechanical engineering. So, uh, still doing brewing, home brewing on my, on my own, um, some part-time assistant brewer work. But uh, ultimately, focusing on engineering and now reading with my buddy Crossland. Yeah, I was going to say, so the, the podcast is kind of split up into two segments that way. You're really the uh, the pro drinker, so to say, and craftsman on, uh, on that side of thing. And I like to consider myself the uh, the pro on the side of the stories and the, and the way that and what we're reading and uh, kind of fiction as we approach it. So I am really excited, obviously, to do this with you. And I think it's great. Um, I grew up reading a shit ton of books. I read The Stand when I was 11. I brought in book series from outside to classes and they bought them for the library. And like people, I just was always stuck in books. That's mostly been my life. Um, And so I, I love stories. I love sharing my opinions on them more than anything else and making sure that uh, you understand my opinion, either you agree with it or you submit. So, yeah, those are similar. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, no, that's that's pretty much my background. Other than that, uh, working working sales. You've been doing right. No, I'm just kidding. I I also write, um, and I do I do other things. So, um, definitely have a creative outlet, and then also have something that supports me. I enjoy talking. Sales is talking, I guess. So that all works out. So. With that, I think an apt thing to talk about is uh, before before we kind of wrap up this intro episode is uh, what's what's your favorite story, PJ? And I don't expect you to pick a pick a pick a pick a book. Uh, so, but any movie, any story? TV show, whatever it is, just don't talk about cinematography. Talk about the story, Mister Nobody. Okay, why? Great choice. Uh, because of the branching that happens in it, and because of the the 
the jumping from different ages and timelines and... Well, intro the audience to Mr. Nobody. What is Mr. Nobody? So, Mr. Nobody is a movie by... Not by. A movie starring Jared Leto. Um, and in this movie, he is the last mortal on Earth. Everyone else has... Uh, the, the Humanity has figured out, essentially... How to live forever. How to not age. So he's going to be the last human to die of old age. Um, and it's kind of his life story that he's giving to this reporter. Um, but there's clearly three different, three or four different timelines that he's following. Well, three. Three timelines that he's following. And it's kind of up in the air as to which one is real. And I'm not going to spoil it beyond that. Um, but it, it's really kind of a well-done weave of not really time travel, but branching paths and butterfly effect sort of science fiction. Yeah, it's it's totally butterfly effect. It's very much an unreliable narrator. It's this old uh, 111-year-old man who's narrating the story to the reporter, like you said, and he talks and mix thing, mixes things up. In reality, do we know which story he's actually talking about? Yeah, and we're kind of following his lives down the different branches if he had made different decisions. Um, and it mm -hmm. shows in all kinds of ways. So, yeah, yeah good, cho good it, choice. Not talking about cinematography, but there's some really beautiful cinematography to it, <laughs> too. Damn it! There's I know. no cinematography in books, PJ! Sure there is. I'm just kidding. The the other part of this is that we do There's framing. There is framing, there's scene development, there's there's all kinds of things. The the other part of this, um, and part of what we what we aim to do is we aim to pick books, series, short stories that are going to be adapted in some fashion, um, or have been optioned. Not exclusively, but we also kinda want to talk about what that would look like on screen. So you know, it's kind of kind of a side conversation, not the primary point, but definitely something we we mention and will make mention of as uh, as books are developed into movies later down the line. Right. Exactly. Um, where are we at? That was my favorite. That was that was my favorite story. Crossland, what's your favorite story? Uh, my favorite. I'm gonna go book because you know I'm not wow. I'm not a plebeian. Like some of us. <laughs> um, no, my, my favorite book, and it has been for a very long time, is The Thief of Always by Clive Barker. And it is a brilliantly written book. It's, it's, Clive Barker is known for writing um, Hellraiser. And I'm sure most people will recognize, you know, speaking of S&M, uh, Pinhead, which is one of his primary characters uh, that's written through a number of his short stories. And so very generally, like, adult themes, you know, magic where, you know, he, he shits, uh, some guy shits and then comes in it and creates a spell out of it. Like, very much, like, insane, dark, satanic themes, generally speaking, throughout, or, you know, satanic mysticism throughout a lot of his works. But The Thief of Always was, what if I wrote a kid's fable? Like, what if he wrote a kid's fable? So he basically took kind of the outline of Peter Pan and morphed it into something a little bit different. So The Thief of Always is about Harvey Swick, who's the main character, who runs off with uh, a fairy, effectively, 
to the Holiday House. And the Holiday House is this wondrous place where each day, every holiday happens. You know, in the morning, um, I forget what's in the morning, Thanksgiving is, in, is over lunchtime, at night is Christmas, and each day, you know, the cycle, the cycle repeats. And it's, it's just fantastic for the kid until he realizes that with each of these days, you know, it seems like it's kind of the same thing and it, it's dull and he, he's not allowed to leave and the other kids start disappearing. So that's, that's where I'll kind of leave it. Mm. Um, there's something fantastical and mysterious about the house on the whole, as well as the creatures that live there that are kind of the servants to the every whim of the children, you know, giving them anything and everything that they want. But that has always been my favorite story. Okay. It, got, it almost got dethroned a couple of years ago uh, by Stephen King's revival, but close, close second. All right. That sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll read it at some point. It's like 200 pages. It's pretty quick. It's also, right. for, uh, for any parents out there, it's a great intro for kids to horror because it, it has horror and thriller elements without being overly gory or horrific in truly jarring or shocking ways. It's just descriptive and thrillery in the same vein without being over the top. Okay. It's part of part of the reason I loved it growing up. Um, yeah, recently reread that. I think I reread it once a year. The first line of the book, this is stupid, we'll probably cut some of this. First line of the book is, The Great Great Beast... Uh, hmm... The Great Grey Beast of February swallowed or ate Harvey Swick alive. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. What what holidays in February? Valentine's Day. It's not really a holiday. But it's 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 supposed to be like dull and drab and cold and awful, and so he's wishing to escape the Great Grey Beast of February. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh that's my favorite story. Nice. So with that, uh, I think it's time for us to outro out of this. <laughs> um, I think that's a, that's a good, good. So with that, we hope that you enjoy our show going forward. Uh, the next episode that you're going to see in the feed is going to detail the first book we're going to be taking a look at. So we hope you join us on that journey. Okay. Uh, on our website, we post images and recipes. So we'll have a, we, we'll usually talk about what we're drinking. Um, We'll always talk about what we're drinking. And sometimes we'll have sort of a theme to what we're drinking that night. Um, but once in a while, we'll, we'll take pictures of the cocktails and we'll post that along with the, uh, the name of the drink and the recipe for it um, on there. Other random photos um, along with a uh, calendar, our Instagram, our Twitter. So um, you can find us there. We'll, uh, we'll see you there. Yeah. It's uh, it'll be a really fun podcast, fun experiment. Get everyone to read a little bit more. That's you know, that's that's the goal. Enjoy talking about stories yeah. and uh, maybe getting drunk. But we drink. We'll we encourage you to drink, provided it's healthy for you and you're not going off the deep end like we are. Mm-hmm. So uh, we definitely encourage that. And so uh, I, I, a note about that: um, we do talk about what we're drinking, but. When it gets to when we're talking about the book, we kind of keep it to talking about the book. Once in a while, we'll have like a rule where if they talk about drinking, we'll take a drink along with them. But for the most part, if you're if you're not a drinker, don't worry about it. 
Like we're we're still gonna have a good time and really dig into the book and have a lot of fun with it. So yeah. don't worry that you're missing out on anything if you're not drinking. It'll be it'll be a fun time either way. Yeah. On average, we typically have like hour half, hour forty shows, and maybe ten minutes of that is spent on talking about what we're drinking right off the bat. Yep. Exactly. With that, we are Words and Whiskey. Thank you for listening, and we hope to see you next week. Thank you for listening to Words and Whiskey. We hope you've built up a tolerance to us. Subscribe to us on your preferred platform like Overcast, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, or whatever else you use. And check us out at our website, wordsandwhiskey.show. We filled our top shelf with our favorite cocktail recipes as well as other important information for you. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at WordsWhiskeyPod. All those links and more can be found in our show notes. A five-star rating on the platform of your choosing goes a long way to springing us up on them leaderboards and getting us noticed. We're just two dudes helping encourage people to read and get out of their comfort zone while thinking critically about literature. Thanks for listening, and we bloody damn better see you next week. (laughs) 